This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's corporate cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp. Just go to ramp.com/easy. ramp.com/easy. r a m p .com/easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. M S W Media. Welcome to Teacher Quit Talk. I'm Miss Redacted. And I'm Mrs. Frazzled. Every week we explore the teacher exodus to find out what, if anything, could get these educators back in the classroom. We've all had our moments where we thought, what the hell am I doing here? From burnout to bureaucracy to soul-sucking stressors and creative dead ends. From recognizing when it was time to go to navigating feelings of guilt and regret afterwards, we're here to cut out the gaslighting and get real about what it means to leave teaching. We've got insights from former teachers from all over the country who have seen it all. So get ready to be disturbed. Join us on Teacher Quit talk to laugh through the pain of the U.S. education system. We'll see you there. Well, as you know, we embrace diversity here at the Stephanie Miller Show, and I've never seen so much diversity in underwears as Tomboy X. <gasps> I got the new rainbow ones. I even got the rainbow shirt. You can use it as a t-shirt or jammies. Fancy? I got the awesome. And the, the, that's a v-neck. It's so pretty. Okay. Listen, it's like nobody took the time to design authentic underwear for strong, independent, right? Comfortable with yourself, people like us. Tomboy X did. They created underwear that makes you feel like, you know, this underwear doesn't just fit. It gets me. Yes, I'm feeling proud. So I got the entire pride line. The underwear. I've got the uh, jammies. I've got the t-shirt. Tomboy X since 2014 has been making brazenly unapologetic underwear for all bodies, all shapes, all genders, all sizes, really all sizes from boxer briefs to bikinis, boy shorts to bras. Every pair of Tomboy X is created to fit you and how you see yourself and they've expanded way beyond underwear too and with their love at first wear guarantee you can order risk-free while you find your perfect fit discover your inner tomboy let me get you started with my special discount go to tomboy x under the code stephanie to get an extra 20 percent off that's an extra 20 percent off when you enter stephanie at tomboyx.com that's tomboyx.com restrictions apply see site for details Hi, I'm Frances Callier. And I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela, and welcome to The Final Word. Westwood One presents Dialogue. The Final Word. The Final Word. With Frangela. Frangela. The Final Word. This is uh, our extra podcast where we get to talk to extremely cool activist people who are in the world, doing the work, walking the walk, talking the talk, and making things happen. Yes, and absolutely. We're really, really excited today because we get to talk about something we, that doesn't get talked about enough: Puerto Rico. Yes, and an amazing woman. We're so happy to have met you and have you. Honored that you're here, Janice Fuentes. Yes, <laughs> thank Hello, you, Angela. Welcome, 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 welcome. Thank you for being here. And you are from the organization Boricua Activated. Yes, indeed. Very Love good. Love it. Well done. Love it. That's a trickster. That word yes, right there. Yes. But it looks great. Yes. It's because it's like Boricua, and then it's active. Aided and the ed is like education, like exactly. it's like it's very cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a nice uh, logo. Yeah, and it's, so your mission 
is to empower the more than 5 million Puerto Ricans who live here, uh, who live in the U.S. mainland, and to advocate for the well-being of the 3.4 million U.S. citizens, which can't be said enough, living on the island of Puerto Rico. Indeed. And, yeah. and it's U.S. citizens is the right way because there's a lot of people like retirees and mm-hmm. people who, who are not necessarily uh, Puerto Rican who mm-hmm. live in the island of Puerto Rico. Um, yes, you know, and this all comes after uh, Hurricane Maria. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, 100% destroyed Puerto Rico and the grid fell. And and those of us who live here who are part of that diaspora, the Puerto Rican diaspora, didn't know yeah. anything yeah. about our relatives. We we didn't know what was going on. We kept seeing pictures and, 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 and terrible images. And then, you know, I worked in Congress for mm-hmm. a very long time. Yes, right. Um, 25, 25 years. years. Yes. 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 It's hard to lie yeah. about my age when she put well, my number. You started when you were three. Well, because I was like, <laughs> ten. she couldn't She couldn't have been. No. Ten. No. I was ten. She's like, she's, Janice looked good, y'all. <laughs> no, she's Let me just put, she's I'm put it on. I'm going to put it on the front street. Okay. <laughs> fashion forward. Yeah. All of that. You guys are cute. It's amazing. Love you. Anyway, so, you know, I've always, the background, right? Working yes. in the building for 25 years, mm-hmm. I've always sensed that people could be better informed. Yeah. I always, since my 20s, <laughs> yeah. would be asked, hey, so why don't you marry your boyfriend? Because uh, then you can fix your papers. I'm wow. like, uh, what wow. papers would that be? Uh, my, There's so much <laughs> wrong with that statement. <laughs> yeah. I don't even... Everything wrong. <laughs> yeah. and, but but that's, just, that's just the tip of the iceberg. I mean, mm-hmm. there is so much ignorance. This is congressional offices and their staff, which is really vital because the staff helps the elected official. Mm -hmm. So I went through 25 years of trying to educate people, right? So people don't know that you were citizens from birth. You're right. Yeah. We can move here the way I did. Mm -hmm. I just... Picked up my stuff and came here. Like and there was moving no, to Kansas. Exactly. Yeah. From, from, exactly. It's, it's, come on. Except that you have to cross that big, big ocean. Right. <laughs> well, you know, like, how, why is Alaska part of it? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, you know, so there was that. Then um, I'm a consultant. Mm-hmm. Then, so I have my, 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 my comfortable uh, life mm-hmm. in D.C. and in L.A. And the hurricane happens. Yeah. And, you know, you have got to do... It was like a calling. I was on my in the bed with my iPad, mm-hmm. listening to Facebook, trying to figure out what's going on. Yeah. Right. And this guy, he has a radio show, Jay Fonseca, and he says, you know, without the diaspora, we're dead. We need Congress. I heard that like a call to arms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I said, okay, we got to do something here. So I called my associate, Federico de Jesus, and we said, you know what, Federico, we have to do something. Let's do a Facebook Live. Mm-hmm. And he's like, why? Who's going to watch? Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> Okay, I got 800 friends, woohoo, whatever. Mm-hmm. If 10% watches 80 more people, exactly. let's tell them what's going on. So we're fighting all the way up to the hill. We do an eight-minute clip, mm. and 88,000 views later, I know. Yeah. I'm like, okay, we're sitting on something. So that really, what first the injustice of yeah. what was going on in terms of the federal response, combined with the group of us who were... Uh, former congressional staffers mm-hmm. who knew uh, how to get this done. We said, you know what? I've seen a lot of people who should know better come to Congress when I used to work there, right, when I used yeah. to be on the other side, right? Mm-hmm. And come lobby me and you make so many basic mistakes. Yeah, Like you guys may even make the mistake because maybe you think that this is so many things that people assume yeah. about, about being a lobbyist, mm-hmm. that you're corrupt, Right. Like Manafort, yeah. that you need uh, an education mm-hmm. like like college or grad school, mm-hmm. that you need to be a lawyer or something. Mm, yes. No, mm-hmm. anybody with a phone, anybody <laughs> with with common sense, anybody who That's knows how to read and write can actually lobby because all you need to do is be informed and not have yep. that fear and yeah. understand that 
You cannot be transactional. Mm-hmm. You have got to go in there to build your relationship with that staffer. Got it. So people in LA who are listening, you, you don't have to fly to DC. Mm-hmm. No, you just get, uh, uh, you, every member of Congress has a district office. Yeah. yeah. And you go drive up there, you make your appointment really nice. We teach you all this at the workshop. Right. You make the appointment really nice and you come up there and you start that relationship with that staffer. One day you may need that staffer. Yeah. But you know, you're paying that staffer's salary yeah. through your taxes. Mm-hmm. So you must well be involved. Right. So so the whole reaction to of the federal government towards Puerto Rico was what motivated us mm-hmm. to get involved and, and then start working seven days a week because this is like a startup, right? Yeah. It's hard yes. to start anything like this, a nonprofit. So we put our own money. Wow. Uh, yeah. And then we asked friends to put yeah. money and then we've been doing that ever since. Yeah. 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 Well, I want to take a couple steps back. Yes. Because I, I want to, to, no, no, no. Because I want to talk about Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. Before the hurricane. Right. Because there was a hurricane the year before. Right. <coughs> that but was be, still a problem. But before. And a week, two weeks before, too. Yeah, that's Irma, right. Irma, and, Irma, Irma. Irma. Yeah. yeah, Irma. And so, but even going back, Puerto Rico was being, if you will, being stripped in terms of financially. Because, you know, the, you were having, the you know, they were having uh, financial issues. And I felt like we... It, it, like another colonized place being stripped and that no one already, no one was here in the United States was caring about Puerto mm. Rico. It wasn't on anybody's list. And so we're, we were already sucking money out of that, out of the, the island. And then the hurricane hits. And then, but then everybody on the, on the, on the island gets blamed for that. It gets blamed for the Because remember, we're lazy. Right. Gets, right. That's what, <laughs> yeah, that's we want things done gonna, for us. And right. I want to make that Point. Yes. Yeah, the the debt. Right. Trump well, very directly did do that blame, but the, but saying that that um, the uh, owing money, having debt, it, like this country don't owe money, right? right. <laughs> like uh, was the problem, right? And so I want to I want to because if you can speak to that a little bit, because already we weren't helping. Mm. Well, you know, it, it doesn't help that we are a a territory that gets treated differently yes that's what i'm talking about um so so we we pay payroll taxes but right. we don't necessarily benefit fully from the benefits that that if you lived in the states you would yeah and to that effect I, yes we have a very big debt problem mm-hmm. um we have been able to sell municipal bonds mm-hmm. we're, but we're considered for tax purposes sovereign which mm-hmm. is weird because part of the united states yeah um, we won't get into that because then we would need more than 25 minutes. <laughs> but the problem, Puerto Rico, ha- because we're an island, right. we have to be focused on its economic growth. Right. right. And there was a section of the U.S. task code called 936, mm-hmm. which basically gave them the ability to have an, a tax advantage and incentives exactly. for corporations exactly. coming to Puerto Rico. Pharma was very big in Puerto Rico for yeah. a long time. I had friends who owned an orchid uh, farm there who were Puerto Rican. And, you know, but and I wonder about what happened to that, you know, because it just it felt like, you know, Americans came in, sucked out money and then and then we're like, hey, why don't you have money? Well, you know, (laughs) because I think that's all about tax policy and how people think that sometimes creating a tax um, item that benefits Puerto Rico is a special way could be creating a fake economy. Right. And and that's not true. Yeah. And us in Puerto Rico, you know, they, for example, it was phased out mm-hmm. from Congress uh, starting in 1996, and then nothing was planned mm. 
to assist that vacuum yes that was responsible for creating a huge strong middle class mm -hmm. that most of us today here are a result of that strong middle class that was able to 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 be developed and that distinguishes from other countries that at the time were not doing like well like our neighbors in the Dominican Republic yeah. exactly because all of my all of my Puerto Rican friends you know I'm just going to put it out there were middle class or or, or more and it's because I, I want to get away from this poverty stricken you know island where you know all we're doing in and in, in over here is just giving them money mm -hmm. or you know no, this, right. well, we, we, have an, we have an ideology here yeah no it's wrong yeah, that it's I want to I want to get away from <laughs> yeah, yeah, it it, it it it's wrong, and yeah. I think the the fact, for example, and, and now this tax uh, uh, reform that the president Trump signed, then creates an, another layer for intellectual property taxes in Puerto Rico, which add a, another layer of taxes that you wouldn't have that they mm -hmm. didn't have before. Wow! So there are no. Uh, nothing specific being done to assist Puerto Rico before the hurricane. Okay. And then now that the island has been so severely impacted. Devastated. I mean, I want I want anybody listening to understand the yeah. severity of it in terms of numbers. Right. Yeah. Um, do you know that as many people died in 9-11 as in Puerto Rico? And so we still never got that number Right. 2,907. We have to work with the official numbers right. they yeah, give but us, we know right? It, but we know it's So for a while, it was yeah. like apparently two people, right? right. President right. and even the governor of Puerto Rico sat next to him and didn't correct that. When you have to know that a lot, you don't need to be an emergency responder mm -hmm. or even the yeah. governor to understand that if you have a hurricane of the severity of Maria, that entire grid collapse, we're not talking about the deaths of the people who maybe were blown away by the hurricane for mm -hmm. crying out loud. That's not what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about the guy who fell from the roof of his house mm -hmm. and the ambulance never picked him and then he died. Yes. We know some of those. Right. I'm talking about the grandmother and the great-grandmother, my Puerto Rican business partner, mm -hmm. who died because they were in a bed yeah. and there was no electricity. So the bed was not moving mm -hmm. position and mm -hmm. she got all the sores mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. then she died. Yeah. And then her mother died of heartbreak. Mm -hmm. Those people, I'm for so the 2,975 who died. 2,977 in 9-11. Statistically, it's pretty much the same number. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think that that number is still low. Because oh, I yes, think that you're, I agree with you. That there are people who are still, it's like you, you, their cause of death may not be listed as that, but the beginning of their demise started. Exactly. With that storm. Babies in, yeah. a, in a mm -hmm. hospital that I mean, there was no no power, so mm -hmm. the, the you were an incubator, that you're done. Uh, diabetic people at home that you yeah. can get your yeah. insulin in the refrigerator because yeah. there was no electricity. Mm -hmm. uh, you have a heart attack because you're upset and you lost your house and there's no ambulance coming to get you because there's no hospital right. Right. that can serve you because there was just like maybe three hospitals in the entire island that mm -hmm. were working and I don't know if you saw it was a heartbreaking picture a month out of people, doctors operating with the light of their cell phones. Yes. Mm -hmm. This is that a U.S. territory. That yeah. blew my mind. Because yeah. I was like, let that happen in any mainland state. Yeah. Let that, it would not. No, they it would never it let wouldn't. that go down. Exactly. And I was just like, this is incredible to me because... I want, you know, obviously to talk more about even, you know, where we're at now, what's going on with Puerto Rico now, because it doesn't get in the news. And I know that it's not like, it's almost like we have this weird cultural or um, like forgetfulness, you know, mm. where you just go, oh, I guess that's taken care of. And I'm like, uh, well, it's not. There is a fatigue that comes with, especially of all the news that come from the White House daily. I mean, yeah. we're saturated yeah. with bad news. And at some point you just get numb. I mm. get that. And yeah. all of us suffer from that. It's just not about Puerto Rico. But there are... 
there are very concrete discrepancies that happen in terms of, for example, disaster aid. Yes. yes. You know, if you compare it to um, six days after Hurricane Harvey mm-hmm. in, in, in Texas and, 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 and us in Puerto Rico, I mean, for example, in terms of the response, mm-hmm. with her, and I want to talk about what we're doing, but right. you yeah. had to change right, right, right. that, but it, 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 the U.S. Northern Command had deployed 73 helicopters mm-hmm. yeah. over Houston, which are critical mm-hmm. to saving lives and bringing supplies. It took over three weeks yes. after Maria yeah. for us to get 70 helicopters flying over that. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, people were dying in those three weeks. Yeah. Financial aid, the same thing. Yeah. Nine days later, uh, 141 million was approved for Houston. How much was it for Puerto Rico? 6.2 million. For That's Maria insane. Right. This is nine days out. Food. Forget. Right. Okay, let's forget the money for a woman because right. who cares about money if you can't buy food? Right. right. So food. During the first nine days after Harvey, FEMA provided five million meals. Mm-hmm. Five million meals. Four million liters of water. Wow. Twenty thousand tarps to Houston. Puerto Rico, you can imagine, right? Mm-hmm. 1.6 million meals. That's not even one third no. of those meals. And they weren't even being shipped out properly to be able to get across. Five thousand paper I mean, towels. The though. community. I'm telling you, because part of the work we do is with alliances, with other better mm-hmm. established. And mm-hmm. let me use the community because we we have a wonderful uh, strategic alliance with the American Jewish Committee. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it was the JCC, the Jewish Community wow. Center in Puerto Rico, uh, Diego Mendelbaum who actually went and saved a town by driving over there and saying after the the river, the, the water uh, um, receded. Uh, receded and going straight to City Hall and saying, listen, we don't see any blue tarps. We brought you 900 tarps. Wow. It is it is that kind of, yeah. of, of engagement from mm-hmm. other nonprofits who are better situated than we are, obviously, that, that said presente mm-hmm. and saved entire towns. And, and, and we're that grateful amazing. for that because how could the how could the JCC do a better job than FEMA? Well, they did. Yeah. yeah. So that shows me that FEMA could have done a better job, too, because yeah. they have the money that JCC doesn't have. So yeah, what's that's going all on they here? do. It's disaster yeah. <laughs> management. Everywhere like, else, but apparently yeah. Puerto Rico. Yeah. I find it, you know, and I, I want to say, I find it interesting that, and shocking, and also maybe not shocking, sadly, that it seems like the place you have to start, and I want to hear, obviously, what you, with Boricua Activated does, it seems like the place we have to start with education is that Puerto Rico is, in fact, um, these are U.S. citizens. Yes. <laughs> it's at the most basic yes. at the, at the level. Base. Yeah. Yes. And that is crazy. Even more important <laughs> than that, Frangela, mm-hmm. even more important than that is the fact that, you know, we have more here than there. Mm-hmm. We have yes. almost six million Puerto Ricans living here, yes. right. which is similar to the Jewish community in the United States. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we have about three point. It's shrinking. It's like maybe three point three million in Puerto Rico. And, and, and what we're trying to change at Boricua Activated is the fact that they have to become civically empowered by understanding mm-hmm. that engaging with your local elected official at the very basic level, city yeah. council and then state rep mm-hmm. and Congress, it's your duty. Yes. You have got, you're paying those taxes. You're yeah. paying those salaries. We all need to And they're supposed to represent you. Exactly. And you, and you know, we have a lot of civic engagement when it comes to election time. Right. Everybody wants to get out the vote, right. which is mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. Everybody shows up to vote with, who, not everybody, but, but you know. we, we, we try, right? right? But then there's this lull. Yeah. And yeah. now we all swore you in yesterday in Congress. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, okay, when's the next election? Yeah, yeah. exactly. No, sorry. The work continues all the time. And yeah. that's what we're trying to change by, by teaching the, the Boricuas and um, their friends, because mm-hmm. it's not only about Puerto Ricans, mm-hmm. how to civically engage ethically mm-hmm. and effectively. Because mm-hmm. as I get, as I said this at the beginning, good. you can do that from, 
says somebody who when came to our Chicago workshop, this is a 16-year-old who made me feel so old. Oh. She goes, well, now I've learned that you could be 16 or even 30. <laughs> <laughs> And make a difference. <laughs> still getting around by herself and being active in the community with her 30 years. Look at me oh. shine. Look at me shine at 30. Oh, there <laughs> it's we like go. a dagger to everybody in the room. I know. Like, I'm like, we're going to charge you, girl. If everybody else goes free. You pay. <laughs> you, no, yeah. You need another lesson. Well, you know what? For us, you know, everybody who needs to go to your website and, yes. and, and learn more. But right now, how can people be more activated? How can people be, get more engaged in this? You know, um, in, in this meaning in the Boricua. Yes. You know what? If you if you have a Puerto Rican friend and you care about Puerto Rico, as you say, you should come to our website. We're coming to L.A. Mm -hmm. to give uh, free workshops. Ooh. And as we continue to raise money, we will make sure that we actually have webinars so you can learn how to do that. Mm -hmm. Because we don't charge. We come to the community at this stage of the game because we want to make sure that people get to know us in person. Wonderful. It's not the same thing as a webinar. Mm -hmm. right. And we reach out to the community and find those leaders. Well, the best thing is to be informed mm -hmm. and to understand that this is your duty. Yeah. And if you are interested in learning how to do it, then you can always send us an email. And right. when we come to California, then we can visit your community. And if you have, you know, we do it for free, but we would need like at least 50 people. Right. So we can we can say, okay, here we are. We have quorum. Because mm -hmm. what we do, I mean, it's three sections. We do uh, an hour, uh, two hours and a half. And in the first two, we break down the whole process of what it's lobbying, why this is important to you, why this is important to you even if you're not Puerto Rican, mm -hmm. and how you can help Puerto Rico by being here. Right. Mm -hmm. And the third one, which is the most popular one of those of that morning, is that we bring real congressional staffers. Mm -hmm. So we've been using a lot of our chips with our friends. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the California delegation is very large, yeah. and we would use someone from City Hall, but we bring chiefs of staff for people who basically would be the person, the district director, the person mm -hmm. who meets with the constituents. So that at the end of the training, we say, okay, you guys are getting this training, but start thinking because you're going to be broken down in groups. Who's going to be the leader? Who's going to be doing the ask? Who's going to be doing all those roles that we're teaching how to do? Mm -hmm. And then it starts and we bring Lindsay and Lindsay is the chief of staff for the congressman and she'll sit with you and you are going to pretend role play that you're in her office, but but she's really a staffer. So right. So that marks your relationship. Civic engagement like how you go into that and how the, that's yes. like but that for real but for mind. real because we're, we're, because be we're bringing you staff we're bringing you <laughs> yeah. real staff so now you have their card and you say hey i met you at the booty activated workshop but now i worry about taxes for my district here let mm -hmm. me think about this or i worry about education when we teach you it's very applicable for anything you can go lobby for more rights for animals mm -hmm. or more cancer research. Wow. It's 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 it's, it's a tool. It's, mm -hmm. a, it's a toolkit we give you that you could basically buy for anyone. Oh, we're coming. We're, we're, we have to be <laughs> there. Oh, I expect you there. Well, we're coming. You better we, come We have there. to coming. be there. Because come get I, you. this is an, a unique and, a, and amazing opportunity because the reality is, is that you know, number one, getting these skills, uh, understanding how you can engage civically, like... That's it's, that's the yeah. thing I want people to learn in high school because mm -hmm, it mm -hmm. can be intimidating. I think it's for a lot of people, and they don't know. They think exactly. when you talk about what lobbyists are, I have this image in my head of somebody who's highly connected, yes. you know, and who you know is uh, it was it was in every Harvard and this and that and whatever. Mm -hmm. And I just and with the reality, we're all we we have the right to go talk to our elected officials, yeah, and how to do that. Angela, you don't understand the, the what 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 anybody listening needs to take home tonight is the fact that the the biggest calling card. 
that you have when you call a congressional office is, hi, I'm Janice and I live in your district. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they go, oh, you're a constituent. Yes. How can I help? They're going to ask you, Astrid, well, what's your address? Because they want to verify. Right. Right. Say, How can I help you? And they take notes and then it's your duty to say, who am I talking to? Can I speak, speak to the person? Let's say you're talking about mm. Puerto Rico, right? Mm-hmm. Can I please speak to the staffer who talks about Puerto Rico, you know, who, who right. handles Puerto Rico? Oh, you, but, but, you, but the biggest calling card is not saying I'm calling from Bernard right. Libstorg. No, no, no. Mm. I am a constituent. I'm Pope. <laughs> yes. Now, Olivia Pope will be calling a different <laughs> Yeah, she's busy. She really busy. She has the bat number. Really busy. Yeah, Yeah. that's. I think that that's incredible because Mm -hmm. that isn't something that we've gone. I've been to exactly one person's office, and we went with a group of people. Mm -hmm. But some, a friend of ours who's an activist and a writer, um, uh, she set it up, and I'm like, wow, that's all. That's what we we can just call. And you, go you, in. you should have you should have your <laughs> I mean, your once once a quarter once a yeah. month you could do your I'm going to visit I'm going right. to be engaged you could be calling mm-hmm. you yes. don't even have to go in person you could yeah. be call your congressman day we yeah. call a lot we call we do call a lot <laughs> we do we do we call a lot I like to call um, I like to um, call people who don't. I'm not in their district who and I don't like what they're doing just to tie them up for a minute. Um, <laughs> I figure that's five minutes when they can't do anything bad. Um, Janice, what do our Puerto Rican brothers and sisters need from us? You know what? We need a lot of support with Congress. Okay. Yeah. I think it's truly important. California is not the best example because it's a Democratic delegation. Mm-hmm. Right. So, but, but even then, Democrats are back in power in the House, right? I yes. said yesterday. So what we, what the Puerto Rican community could use mm-hmm. is the powerful allies who can call on their behalf so that that member of Congress gets it through their head mm-hmm. and their staff saying, oh, well, the phones have been ringing all day today because mm-hmm. there's something about Puerto Rico. And look at these people. They're not Rodriguez and Garcia. Mm-hmm. This is uh, all these other names that I didn't know that there was right. that sense of care or awareness. So wow. can, we, can we ask you, if you're listening today, if you're listening to this podcast, call your congressperson. And talk to them about you want to hear what they're doing about About Puerto Puerto Rico Rico. today. You can call and ask. So what are you doing to help Puerto Rico a year and a half out? Just that's your first call. If you would Mm -hmm. do that, if you if you're and take a note. Yeah. Yep. And then you're going to call, but you're going to come to our website and find out when there's something very specific. And then you can ask you you have to establish that relationship with that office. And that's a perfect, perfect excuse. Mm -hmm. I care about Puerto Rico. I was listening to Frangela this morning and I want to know. Yeah. What's what 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 are you guys doing? What are you doing? That's it. Simple. Yeah. Write it down. Mm-hmm. And then they, they put you on hold and go, who does Puerto Rico? <laughs> no one. Okay, then you get the intern. Right. Fine. <laughs> get the intern up here. What's her name? Get her up here. Yes, you totally do over now. You think you're kidding. And this is I pretty know, much. but that's what I find amazing is that people aren't, you know, because uh, there was this, there's this weird effort made to, you know, I remember watching, you know, the hurricanes in, in Texas and everything, and people, all those videos of people saying, you know, this is what happens in our, what we do as Americans yeah. when we're in trouble, we help each other out. And I'm like, really? Do we? <laughs> because it seems like you got to be right next to the person for that to happen sometimes. And it shouldn't be that way. How many people don't realize what's not happening mm-hmm. and what has happened yeah. in an American territory? Absolutely. Exactly. Absolutely. Yep. So and then after they make their, this phone call to their <laughs> congressperson, they're going to go to your website, yep. which is? Uh, Boricua, by the way, is the body is a Taino word for uh, that's a synonym for Puerto Rican. Mm-hmm. Boricua. Oh, so I'm okay. a Boricua. Mm-hmm. You I've guys have Boricua music, friends. And I thought yes. it was like like something cute. Yes. <laughs> well, we're cute. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so B O R I C U A 
activated, mm-hmm. T-I-V-E-D, uh, Boricua activated, uh, which basically represents what we are. It's about mm-hmm. we're Puerto Ricans, but we're not only for Puerto Ricans, we're trying to activate you through mm-hmm. education. Yeah, because this is, like you said, this is an amazing, this workshop sounds amazing, and I, I can't wait to do it. I will come back, if I can, to tell you when the date is, and then maybe we, we can get people to come. We would love to, <laughs> anytime you're the, available. At the very least, let us know, and we'll put it out on the website. Absolutely. And on our podcast, because this is, I, I, I find it amazing that you're doing this, because we all could use it. And it just it. started with a Facebook Live. It yes. just started. I mean, reading that, I was like, wow. You were just like, we have to talk about this. We have to do something. And, and um, just being like, and who's going to watch? And then who watched? A lot of people. A lot yes. of people and watched. And a lot of people. Because here's the thing. And those we people all were here. Care. By yeah. the way, let's, let's, just, let's just call it what it is. Because yeah. there was no grid in Puerto Rico. There was That's, no internet. Thank those 88,000 plus views. In, uh, a few hours later, those were people who were here yeah. in the yeah. United States. Like, what the hell's going on? What are these two talking about? What's going on in the Congress? Mm-hmm. So, so we knew we had a crowd. You know, you should, it almost makes you want to cry when you go to yeah. the community, which is why I love, um, you have no personal life anymore, but going to the community and giving the workshops and people uh, crying, mm-hmm. being yeah. so grateful and yeah. understanding. You see it in their eyes that mm-hmm. they're so happy. It's like, oh my God, so now I could do this. It's empowering. You're giving power, I was going to say, yeah. you're giving power to the people. You don't realize it when you know, when you do it, you don't realize that that that, that 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 the other people are not aware of, of the importance of this mm-hmm. and, and how they can make a difference. So yeah, it's it's what I like to say. It's not really a sprint; it's mm-hmm. a marathon. Yeah. So we're here for the long haul. Yeah, and I, I just think it's beautiful. It's wonderful work because I I we all believe that the answer is in each other, and the more that we can get together, the yes. better. You know, we we both believe that any problem that human beings create, we can solve. If we we try to, if we say that we want to. Well, we have to care. I think Americans, our American citizens are very caring uh, individuals. And I think that we are, we have a history of helping uh, each other, even across the ocean and in other countries that we know no one, Mm -hmm. that we've never visited and will never will visit. So this is basically part of the United States. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you so, so much. much. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Love you, Everybody, guys. the second you're done listening to this, get get on your phone call. Yes. And then go to this call. website and get involved. Get activated and get empowered. Thank you so much for joining us. We have an app that you can find out who your <gasps> member is. So oh, go in right. there, find out who your members. So you know who you're calling. And thank you, ladies. Thank, thank you, you so much. much. We appreciate thank it. And thank you for listening. Yes. I'm Francis Callier. I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela. And thank you for listening to The Final Word. Westwood One Podcast Network presents Screwed Up Stories with Christine Blackburn and Rachel O'Brien. His friend who was allowing him to use the pad, yes, my pizza guy slash paramedic slash rain kisser, still lived at home, didn't even bat an eye as I staggered in nauseous but excited. The hard bruised milk and her boy toy. Pizza guy had hunted, caught, and delivered me. Screwed Up Stories. Download it free and easy wherever you get your podcasts from the Westwood One Podcast Network. Hi, I'm Liz Winstead. I'm Moji Alawode Al. And we're the hosts of Feminist Buzzkills, the only weekly podcast that helps you navigate the post-row hellscape. We dissect all the news from that sketchy intersection of abortion and misogyny with our guests, the abortion providers and activists working on the ground. Plus, we have amazing comedians to help us laugh through the rage. Feminist Buzzkills drops Fridays wherever you get your pod fix. Listen and subscribe, because when BS is popping, we pop off.